Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm John McEnroe, and you're listening to the Tennis Podcast. Hello, this is the Tennis Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the eve of the two Grand Slam finals at the US Open. You join us inside the commentary box of BBC Radio, three hours away from Victoria Azarenka against Serena Williams. Catherine Whitaker at the moment is back in the UK. We haven't got her on the tennis podcast today, so there'll be no arguments, nobody to annoy me. Instead, I've got a range of guests who are all very well qualified to talk about these two Grand Slam finals. The big question is, how do you beat Serena Williams? Let's ask somebody who's done it. Jill Craybass. <laughs> How'd you beat Serena? How did you do it? Uh, to be honest, I think everything was just going right for me that day. Um, the gra- I, It was on grass, and this was in 2005, so the grass was a lot different than it is now. It bounced a lot lower, which helped me because I'm not the tallest person. But um, I literally just was swinging away, and it was one of those days that um, I just felt everything. Everything felt good, and I just went for my shots and didn't think about the score. I didn't think about what was happening and just uh, played great, and I was able to hold myself together at match point and come out with the win. I suppose that's what Victoria Azarenka's got to do. She very nearly did it last year, didn't she? Do you think that will help her, or do you think that that might have been a big chance? I think that's definitely going to help her because she knows uh, how to play Serena now. Um, She's beaten her twice this year. Still hasn't beaten her at a slam, but I think she's really looking forward to this opportunity because um, she feels more confident now in playing her. She has a better idea of her strengths and weaknesses, and she knows she's going to have to fight for every point and fight till the end, and she's ready to do that because she's a fighter. She's going to win then. Well, <laughs> just I've watched both of them play today, and I definitely think she has a chance, no doubt about it. I mean, she's gotten this far. She's in the finals, of course. But um, the way that Serena's been playing this tournament, I think she's still a little bit stronger. You'll be on our team for the final. You've been with us all week on BBC Radio 5 Live and Sports Extra. What have you thought of these bunch of retrobates that you've been surrounded by during on air over the last week oh I think it's been a blast I've really enjoyed my time here and um it's a fun group and I love that it's like very light-hearted and you can crack jokes and it's just been a really good time let's have a quick men's final prediction from you before we move on to John Lloyd who's lurking there like a Wolves fan in the corner and we're gonna have to talk about football in a minute what do you think is gonna win the final in the men's side that's a tough one I think it's gonna be a really close match my gut prediction is Nadal because I just think he's been playing amazing and I think 
he just looks really fresh, and he looks a bit, a little bit more fresher than Djokovic to me right now. And Djokovic struggled a little bit against Wawrinka, and Wawrinka played amazing. But um, as far as the two going head-to-head tomorrow, I'm going to go with Nadal. That's Jill Krabass's version. John, you and I support different football teams. Me, yeah. West Bromwich Albion, you, Wolves. We shared a commentary box yesterday. We didn't fight, <laughs> so things are going well. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in the, the men's and women's finals? Well, women, uh, I, I agree with Jill. I think the, uh, that uh, Serena is going to win. But I, I think Azarenka is going to do well. I think it will go to three sets. I think the, the thing in, in Azarenka's corner is is that she's not afraid of, of Serena. And that's a, that's a big plus because I think most of the women, as in the men, there are certain players that have that aura about you and you go on court against them and you're already scared before you walk out there and you give them a few games start and you don't really believe you can win. I think Azarenka thinks she can win. I just think it's in it's in Serena's hands. If she plays anywhere near her best, she wins. If she's slightly below her best, then Azarenka can win. So I think she might sneak a set. And the men? Well, the men, I, I've, I've gone with Djokovic from the start. I'm changing, and I don't like to do that. But I agree again with Jill, is that I think, like Andy Murray, uh, to me, Novak looks to me to be a, a little bit fatigued. Uh, the, 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 the pluses in his side, he, he deals with uh, the great Nadal's forehand better than anybody else on the tour. That high ball to his backhand, he deals with that and deals with it well, and he hurts Nadal with it. But to me, his forehand is off Novak. I, I'm not, uh, he, great match for him to get through in the semis, but I just don't think he's playing that well, and I think Nadal's going to win. And uh, Wolves going to get promoted, most importantly. No question about it. They won't. Yeah, I agree with you. That's John Lloyd. Russell Fuller is the new tennis correspondent of the BBC. How has it been the first trip here in the new role, Russell, and and obviously experiencing New York? Not your first time, but it's been an interesting tournament, hasn't it? But not a classic. No, I don't think it'll be one that in years to come we look back on as one of the greatest US Opens in history, but I've had some very good guides helping me get reacquainted with New York. Uh, Producer Steve, who I know is about to get his moment of glory. He's took us to a couple of dodgy bars though, hasn't he? I mean, you know, he's he's too young for us. He does like a bar with a rooftop view. If it's got the Empire State Building in the back, then that's a bonus, so that'll be one of the memories of the trip. As far as the tennis is concerned... You often remember tournaments by the finals, don't you? And the fact that Stanislas Wawrinka against Novak Djokovic in the semi-final was so good. I think if we had two good men's and women's finals, then it would end the event with a bang. And the event is going to finish on time. Well, 24 hours late, <laughs> but it's going to finish on scheduled time, which will make a nice change. Yeah, pretty good. For, what do you think about the results in these finals? What, what are your predictions? I almost want to say Victoria Azarenka just to be a little bit perverse because I've not heard anybody who's tipped her so far. I think most of us, though, feel that if we were putting the mortgage on one player, it would be Serena Williams. I do think it'll be much closer, like John, than many people think. Azarenka needs to serve significantly better than she has done throughout the championship, particularly in the semi-final. But Serena Williams will get tight if it goes to a deciding set. We saw that last year. It's only natural. Even for Serena Williams, the forehand will perhaps get a little bit tight and it's possible that Azarenka could win. I can't really see past Nadal in the men's final on the evidence of what we've seen since Wimbledon and on the hard courts of the States. Although, just remember the way Novak Djokovic played in that French Open semi-final against Nadal when he led 4-2 with a break in the deciding set. I was changing my predictions then. I thought that was the moment that Djokovic beat Nadal at Roland Garros. So, at his best, of course he can beat him, but I just don't think he's quite 100%. The most important man on the Five Live team is a man who pushes all the buttons and makes us sound really good and get uh, American announcers in to introduce us as commentators. His name is Steve Jones, 
and he used to be a good luck charm for, for British players. When you first arrived in this job a year ago, Steve, Andy Murray could do no wrong. What's gone wrong this week? Um, <laughs> good point, yeah. It was quite odd having four days to go and no British interest. That's not what I'm used to, but uh, it makes a change. We can do a big Nadal-Djokovic preview tomorrow night. Who's going to win the finals? Uh, Serena and Rafa. Although, here's one for regular tennis podcast listeners. Serena, uh, probably the biggest foregone conclusion since she was supposed to win Wimbledon. So, actually, anybody can win it. Catherine will find you, Steve. She will find you, and you will be in trouble. Well, we'll get her verdict after the finals have been completed later next week. You can listen to live commentary of both finals, the men's final on Monday. It'll start about 10 o'clock UK time, 5 o'clock if you're on the eastern coast. And uh, we'll be able to bring live commentary to you in the UK from 10 o'clock on 5 Live with John Lloyd, with Russell Fuller, with myself. And we've also got the women's final today, which is Sunday, also around about 4.30 local time. So that'll be about 9.30 back in the UK. Do join us on BBC Radio 5 Live and download the podcast when it becomes available next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.